0: To another episode of the Great Debate tonight, we are coming to you amidst this festival of football, with eight of ten consecutive days featuring at least one NFL game. It's like Christmas has come early, well, marginally early anyway. Joining me again tonight is the boss himself, Prophet Hoose. How are you doing, man?
1: I'm good, man. Like you said, we got football every day. It's been like this is what five five days, six days of football now. Like after tomorrow, something it's like, like
0: that, man. It's, I think. It's, Friday and Wednesday, I think, might have been the only two games with a, a days without games or something like that.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's nice. I thought it'd be nicer, but yep. You know, I, I thought it would be. I don't know. It maybe breaking it up doesn't feel. I mean, I, Sunday still feel like Sunday. You know. But then, yep. I don't know if those other days you got like the Thursday, which is, you know, Thursday is cool. We actually got a, a really good Thursday game for once. Yep. <laughs> um, And then the Saturday it was like, oh, okay, cool. We have football on Saturday. And then Thursday, you know, Monday, we expect to get Monday like a game, but we got like three games today or something, right? Or we're on Monday it's by the time t- it's
0: come t- 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 today it
1: Two today and
0: two tomorrow. Two today, two tomorrow, yeah. So it's nice. I don't know about you though. Feels a little weird. Yeah, I was. So I don't know about you, but they're not great games. These kind of island games, and I, I no. must say, I wasn't kind of no. absorbed by most of yesterday's games either. It just, I don't know. Even first week of the fantasy playoffs, just wasn't really feeling it. Not really feeling it uh, tonight. I think it could just yeah. be some of these kind of shit teams going head to head, missing half their players.
1: Yeah, it, it definitely feels a lot of that. I mean, there, it was a really, I thought, I mean, fairly low-scoring fantasy week. You know, it was only but so many players that really went off. Um, you had that yep. Thursday game where Mahomes, Kelsey, and Hill went off. Uh, other than that, you know, it was kind of a mix of rando guys. You know, like guys we were saying, hey, pick this guy up. He might do well this week. And he does. You know, like we talked about Duke Johnson last week. You know, we thought he'd be good. We didn't think he'd be <laughs> the RB1. Yeah. Um, but here we are.
0: Yeah, I suppose that's the the joy of fantasy football and the frustration to a degree. But I know you and I were both on the right side of Tyler Huntley this week.
1: Yeah, um, Huntley is definitely one of those that, you know, I was able to pick him up just late. Yeah. And what else are you starting? The quarterbacks have just not you haven't felt good about quarterback this year. I don't think you know even like no. you know, talk about Mahomes and Dak Prescott. He's just hasn't really felt startable. Um, it's it's been a bad year for quarterbacks. It's not been the consistent you know year that you just get those top guys. And you know, I mean, look at even Sunday's game where Brady wasn't you know Brady. So.
0: Yeah, so it's a weird week of football and not what you want the first week of fantasy playoffs. Do you need any? Let's let's call them Christmas week miracles uh, Mm. tonight or tonight tonight to to get you home. Oh
1: man, the the two leagues. There's two leagues right now that there's probably more, but the ones I'm thinking about right now, off the top of my head, um, is definitely. uh, It's definitely. Actually, you gotta check the writers' league too. Uh, cause that'll be three <laughs> that I'm kind of, you know, a little bit more interested in than, you know, some other leagues where, you know, you're in the playoffs, but you don't not, maybe you haven't checked your score. Um, and yeah. one, I'm kind of coasting by, I had Mahomes, Kelsey and Tyreek. I gave a shit ton for Kelsey. Uh, I gave a lot for, for Tyreek as well. And, and it paid off this week. Um. And that's great because I mean I had Julio starting Mixon. Uh, I also had Freeman starting, and we know that didn't uh, yeah. do anything for us. So, um, it, it's uh, this week. Let me see. Who do I need? I I, don't, I, I'm, I feel good here. I don't think I need. Oh, there's a Guillotine League that I thought I was already out of. Ooh. But I think I think I'm going to survive. And and with the weirdest shit is the person who's getting knocked out is the person who's like leading scorer every week. So wow. it looks like I'm going to survive. It's going to be I think next week is the last is, is it next week the last week or does it go down to two might be de- like final three or it probably will go down yeah. to final two. It makes sense. But uh, yeah final three I'll be a part of the final three uh, and I'll keep my fingers crossed that uh, that I make it all the way it's 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 a fun league i'm I'm definitely looking forward to doing more guillotines next year
0: yeah they're good and I like how you can sort of check out uh if if you get um, uh, great right. like, oh,
1: okay cool yeah, sorry I'm out. one less league
0: yeah exactly i um I need a big week from Cooper cup I've got one that's a bit of a convoluted one with i i think I've got four players left he's got three and I need to outscore him by twenty six points but um I need Cooper Cup to have a big week in a couple of leagues, but not so big that he bumps me off in another. So I think it'll be a, a fine balancing act from, uh, from <laughs> Cup for me, but I'm I'm feeling confident.
1: So what do you need I, and what do you don't need, I guess, from him?
0: I need um, about 26, 27 points from Cooper Cup, because I've worked out is the threshold where I can win <laughs> and the other guy right. can still lose. So. Right, <laughs> hope you know it it's i'll 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 cop the the extra points for cup cuz that means I win as opposed to the one win multiple as opposed to that one loss but certainly it'd be nice to walk that tightrope
1: and the other league that we're uh the writers league uh I'm looking at it now and we are facing my boy Iowa and I hate mm. to have to do him dirty like this but you know looks like he's going to go down this week in a 9-5 record he was the number 3 seed I was eight six. Uh number six seed. It the one league. I maybe did maybe one or two other leagues where I did robust RB. Like I probably took, I don't know, insane amount of RBs. And then just drafted like MVS, Russell Gage, traded for Deontay Johnson, and Jerry Judy paid a bit for him. Jerry Judy was yep. so disappointing this year. But um, yeah, it looks like I'm gonna advance there. Um so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm feeling pretty nice, pretty pretty pretty, pretty good.
0: <laughs> I lost to uh, Justin by oh. five and a half points, which oh, meant he made for, the playoffs.
1: for did Happy for him.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, in the, in that league, you're sort of happy for anyone who wins it. Um,
1: absolutely, yeah. I,
0: I'd, I'd be happier if if it was me that won it, but yeah, um,
1: <laughs> yeah, I I, I, I uh, would it's be the, happy. The joy of fantasy. Yeah. I'd be happiest. I think if, you know, I'm not going to pick favors. Tell, I mean, everybody, <laughs> everybody knows who it is anyway. We're just kidding.
0: <laughs> I love you all. <laughs> exactly. It's like asking to pick who's your favorite kid.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Well, enough about our sort of fantasy navel gazing. Making the right choices this time of year is absolutely critical. Kenneth Farrow cost me my first fantasy Oof. championship. And Elijah Maguire won me my first. It's not the household names that make the difference. It's the little guys. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're going to help you make those right choices for this week, next week, and the rest of the weeks to come. Hopefully, Fantasy Claws will fill your stockings with championship rings, trophies, belts, and most importantly, bragging rights. But only if you listen to us. Tonight, we're going to be talking about Miami running back Duke Johnson and Lions breakout star running back Craig Reynolds. And laugh all you want about my pronunciation. There is no way that C-R-A-I-G is pronounced Craig. Hoose, you'll be telling us why D. Johnson is the most electrifying running back in fantasy sports entertainment. But first, here's why Reynolds Rap will preserve your fantasy playoff Mm -hmm. hopes. Despite the hype around Godwin Igwe Buike and Jamar Jefferson, it's been journeyman UDFA Craig Reynolds who's emerged from the shadows to become the Lions' lead back without Swift and Williams. The past fortnight against top 10 rushing defences, he's had 13 touches for 99 scrimmage yards, 27 touches for 117 scrimmage yards. He's the clear workhorse back in that offence. He's logged 40 snaps against the cards compared to a combined 17 for the other Detroit running backs. A bit more of an even split the week before, but clearly Dan Campbell saw something he lacked and decided to run with the hot hand. And Reynolds' hands are still hot, which is uh, excellent news for us leading into these last couple of weeks. His next two games are against bottom seven rushing defences, Atlanta and Seattle. And I reckon both of these games are winnable for the Lions, despite Jared Goff being on the COVID list. Goff being on the COVID list is probably good news as well for Reynolds, as the Lions will need to rely on him to move the ball and maybe use him as a check down option more in the passing game if they've got David Blau or Tim Boyle or some other crab throwing the ball back there. But stats aside, as far as I'm concerned, he passed the eye test. He looks to be a hard man to tackle, as shown by his 27.3% broken tackle rate and 73.5% of his yards coming after contact. Those are the elitest of elite numbers. Yes, it's a small sample size, but it's still impressive after two games. The line's strength is their offensive line, Reynolds does his best work where they block best, up the middle. Despite their lackluster season, the Lions have been a decent running team and an equal seventh in yards per carry. Some of that is going to be the brilliance of DeAndre Swift, but yeah, they're punching big holes for him as well. It's hard to find a solid running back this time of year. Reynolds is going to give you a solid floor, and most of all, he's not going to ruin your chances of progressing, even if he lacks that astronomical ceiling. But I could be wrong, so tell me why I'm wrong about Craig Craig Reynolds.
1: Craig. <laughs> <laughs> he's not the one that lost his job. He gained a job. He's going to be, you know, he's going to be somebody to watch for sure. But the problem with with Craig, you know, no, he didn't lose his job for stealing boxes. But, you know, Godwin, he <laughs> hasn't looked really great. Jamar, he hasn't looked great. We haven't really seen much of them. Uh... Yes, Craig has looked good. They've got their first win under this guy. So yeah, you want to see more of them. They also got Jason Kabinda, who you know, somebody, you know, we talked about guys um, in the previous episodes and we actually left off Craig Reynolds because he was one of those practice guy squad that we weren't really thinking about. Didn't really get get much playing time. Jason Kabinda or Kabinda or whatever. I'm sorry. Messing up your name, Jason. But that's a guy that was getting some work, at least in the passing game and in um, previous games. He did get some work. They do like him. Uh, it's his fourth year in the league. Uh, so Craig, I mean, he's he's his third year in the league. So I think they kind of want to see more from these guys. I think this will be their uh, Swift and uh, Jamal Williams between Craig Reynolds and and and, and Kabita. I think we'll see a lot of that going forward. Uh, the rest of the season. Uh, you're going to be relying on him to to, to be getting what? What do you get? A uh, twenty something rushes or something like that? Uh, 26? 26 carries. He, you know he got one target. Granted, you know I'm about to talk about Duke Johnson. And he only got one target. I mean, you know the volume is king. You'd love to see it. Uh, and albeit he does have nice matchups coming up, you know against Atlanta and Seattle. So if Swift does not come up, I do like uh, Craig Reynolds quite a bit. Uh, but my problem with with having him and pivoting to him over, say, Duke Johnson um, is, you know, Duke, Duke Johnson's, oh, we'll get into Duke Johnson. But the, the, the bigger thing is all the guys that's behind him. So you got Godwin, you got Jamar Jefferson, you got Jason Cabina, you got Rodney Smith, you got Javon Leak and Michael Warren. These are all the guys that's on their running back depth squad. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I, I, he's been nice these past two weeks. But I, I mean, for argument's sake, uh, I don't know how much you're going to trust it running into um, and you're not getting it. If, if you're not in a PPR, he's got to score or just get over 100 yards or something like that for him to, to be relevant. Um, other than that, he's probably going to get you eight points next week. Um, and Jason Gabinda is going to it's going to end up being the guy that you wanted to start. Uh, and, you know, just because he's in that passing down role and it is against Atlanta.
0: Yeah, I think that's uh, that's fair enough. I thought uh, Kabinda was a a tight end, but I, um, I clearly wasn't. Oh, no, linebacker, running back. Good for him. Two-way play. Get him <laughs> in the RDP. Yeah, I love that. You love to see it. There you go. So he's a fullback. He rushed twice for 21 yards and failed to secure his – oh, no, sorry. That was the week before. Sorry, fake news on Jason Kabinda. He certainly did pop up with a touchdown on the weekend, but enough about him. We're not, this is the Jason Kabinda podcast. Tell us about Duke Johnson and why we should be having him on our roster.
1: Duke Johnson, man, for one, he's a great story, right? we all love Duke Johnson, the third rounder when he went to the Browns um, stellar guy out of college Stellar. Just this is, this guy has been in Miami the past two months as a practice squad guy. Actually, you know, fun story. I, I was out, you know, picking up some stuff from the Bed Bath and Beyond, or one of those baby stores, not Bed Bath and Beyond, the baby one, the bigger one, you, you know, which one, you guys know, you're saying it now. Yes, it's that one. I was there and I saw Duke Johnson. He had his mask on. I was like, hey, Duke Johnson, I see you through the mask. And he, he fist bumped me and I was like, you're cool. You're cool. I have some memorabilia from you. He was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. And that was that. But this guy is, it's, it's time to shine. Duke Johnson, it's time to shine. He came out. We talked about uh, well, I talked about him a little bit earlier, to the carries that he got. Yeah, he only got one target, but Duke Johnson is a passing back. So don't be surprised if this guy gets more of that work. We've seen Miles Gaskins. Uh, he's been a wishy-washy back. We don't know what we're going to get from him. This is this is a hometown hero guy, you know, and again, you know, the guy led uh, in college, uh, I believe he, he led the university of Miami and uh, rushing, you know, uh, all time. And that record still holds up to this day. So the guy has the chops. It's, it's not like Duke Johnson. is just some rando guy and he's, he's 28 years old. He just turned 28, you know? So he, he I feel like he could be like a Justin Forsett for you, um, he, you, whenever he went somewhere, he was excited when, when he got, got there, he just didn't really get the usage. Um, and now Duke Johnson, he's in a prime position to definitely to get the usage. Uh, I mean, you're talking about a team that was 31 on as far as rushing, um, uh, and, and it, it's Duke Johnson's first hundred yard game. And they really haven't had much of that seen anything like that. Uh, I, I think, you know, with the playoff hunts, you know, now they're seven and seven with playoffs right in sight. They, they're gonna want that that hard nose running that that they got from a Duke Johnson um he's brings that veteran presence you know he he's a hometown guy uh, and yeah I, I think he's he's primed for for this these guys are fighting for for the playoffs right now after winning this 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 past game being seven seven and um yeah I, Duke Johnson could be potentially, a league winner, both of these guys potentially. But if you're going to, you know, put a gun in my head, I want to give it to the guy I fist bumped in, uh, the baby <laughs> store. Uh, this <laughs> so Duke Johnson. Love that guy. Um, I'm, I'm very excited to see him shine, get another opportunity in the NFL. Um, it, his it, yeah, he, he was due. He was due.
0: It was irrefutable evidence why I should pick him up. Is the, uh, when you see someone in public doing something it's always a good omen
1: always um, always you have to it's, you, it's it's you owe it to yourself you know it's like man i saw duke johnson i didn't pick him up you know it's it's karma now you know somebody's going to pick him up and then, and you lose it's not good so you just pick you know listen to Shannon, he's a wise man <laughs>
0: Well, I've got some bad news for you about your mate, do Johnson. Only oh, no. the Texans have a worse rushing offense than the Dolphins this year. Their offensive line couldn't stop a stiff breeze, and we've seen every running back they've used other than Johnson struggle week to week and, at the very least, be unreliable for fantasy. We saw good numbers from Johnson, but this was against the Jets, a rushing defense which couldn't stop a stiff breeze. The next two weeks are against the Saints and Titans, two of the stingiest rushing defenses in the league. The Titans have allowed the second-fewest yards to running backs despite facing Jonathan Taylor twice, and the Saints have allowed the fewest yards per carry in the league and a a perennially tough rushing defence. Couple that with Waddle returning from injury, and you have a recipe for fantasy heartbreak. Johnson has always looked like a player who should produce more than he does. We've seen over his career that he struggles with injury, consistency, and that means he struggles to score fantasy points on the reg. Personally, I would rather lose to Duke Johnson than lose because of him. Might be silly season, but now it's not the time to get silly. If you need to swing from the fences to win, then go ahead. Start Duke Johnson. But expecting him to produce is a recipe for an unhappy Christmas.
1: All right. Well, I guess you're going to go into your your guy again and wrap up why you're so correct on him.
0: Look, I... um. But- No, I think I've said my bit about Craig Reynolds. I think it it boils down to if you want someone to not shit the bed, it's Craig Reynolds. If you need to swing for the fences and, you know, you need to outscore the other person or you feel like you need to push hard to outscore the other person, I think Duke Johnson's a pretty good option. Uh, I've always really liked him as a player, and I'm sure every single NFL uh, fan or, or fantasy player has looked at him and gone, why can't this guy put it together consistently? Because he's a he's a fucking good football player. He's been in the league. At, would you say he's twenty seven, twenty eight? He came in as a twenty one year old. Yeah. He's just never really, never really got it done. For he's never really had an no opportunity.
1: Reason. I feel like either he's had opportunities, but it still wasn't given to him. I believe the reason why Duke Johnson probably didn't or hasn't had a bigger career. I mean, and maybe he, you know. He does it now. Uh, I-, I think it's simply j- it has to be like a I don't know like in- inspiring you know like I, I don't know like when well, I met him he seemed kind of like hey, what's up you know you know not, yeah. not that I expect him to be doing backflips Like, hey, hey you pointed me out but still you know I, it might be that you know some guys they just don't have that motivation not you know that's that's not necessarily good you know but. I feel like he might have that now, right? You know, it's, he's had that potential when people saw, you know, this is a guy that was out of the league. Um, And, you know, people write narratives about you after a while, you know, and we've seen it time to time in different sports, you know, Carmelo Anthony and, uh, you know, Duke Johnson could be one of these guys as well. Like you write them off and they've got a lot left in the, in the tank. Um, And I think he's one of those guys uh, sure, Craig Craig Reynolds. Right now, he's he's got that fresh, you know, legs. But I think Duke Johnson definitely does as well. Uh, and and what are you playing left for? I mean, you got Miami. That's they have to win some games. They they, they it, their defense can win a championship. I mean, if a month, you know, two from now, and Miami Dolphins win a championship, I mean, we'll be surprised. But oh, not not win a championship. But at least get to the Super Bowl. I don't think we'd be that surprised. I think that they could get to the Super Bowl just based off of their defense so you give them a guy that's been written off like a four net last year and obviously uh two is no Tom Brady uh but we've seen these guys get it done you know that weren't the most stellar I mean it's it's the Super Bowl defenses to get you there uh, and I think the yep. uh Duke Johnson will be a huge piece uh in their run in the in the, in the next few weeks. We don't know uh, if if that'll be the same for Jamar for for the Lions. They might roll in, you know, out Jamar Jefferson, the guy they drafted. They might want to see more of Jason Kepina or DeAndre Swift might come back, wearing a flak jacket and you know, um, ending the run of 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 uh, you know of, of Craig Reynolds. But um, right now, for the sake of pick up both of these guys, I mean, if if you're able to, um, if you've been listening to us, you probably already have them on your oh, on your sure. team you <laughs> know we've been talking about these guys maybe not some Craig Reynolds so much um but you know definitely with the I mean I definitely we talked about him last week you know so you should have had him on your team last week um, and a lot of I've seen a lot <laughs> of people writing him off like it, it, you know what though it, it, and that just goes to show like you know I was on with that a couple weeks ago and you just talk about like how he doesn't listen to you know other fantasy analysts, and I'm like, man, it's really smart for you not to. Even sometimes on Twitter, because you'll sometimes doubt your own thoughts. You know, when you see someone, especially just writing someone off, and I just think that's such a bad. I, I don't care how bad you think this player is as of a talent. These are people who. They have chips on their shoulder, and if if they if they want to get it done, they're going to get it done. I mean, Taylor Heineke is not the best quarterback in the world, but he's 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 the chip guy, you know. He he wants to prove he's he could be in the NFL. So I mean, it's these people are people, you know, at the end of the day, and they've got families to feed and uh you know wants and whatnot. So don't write these guys off just because you haven't heard of them, you know. So uh, I mean, look at Arian Foster. That guy's you know practice squad guy, uh came on. And look at that guy, you know, so it is it, a bunch of these guys um, that, you know, been championship winners and, you know, maybe we'll be doing a a 32 bit show um, in the future. You know, remember that player, Craig Reynolds.
0: I think uh, I said that on last week's great debate with uh, with Nick <laughs> saying I think I said that. What's the over under before someone tweets? Hey, remember Craig Reynolds?
1: Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> in in fact, I I certainly didn't because I originally wrote my notes down for Craig Robinson, who I believe <laughs> plays <laughs> Doug Judy in oh, uh, in Brooklyn Nine Nine. So even I'd forgotten him, but. Uh, this is the time of year where you get these guys pop up that win you championships and they stick with you forever. Like, no one fucking thinks about Elijah Maguire. I think he's on the Chiefs at the moment. I look up and I've got a fantasy ring because of him.
1: Yeah. I mean, we um, all have those guys that just that fondness in our hearts, you know, like, who? Who who the hell is that? Uh, He helped me win fantasy championships. And, I mean, his, even the starting percentage, right, might have been super low. He might have just helped, like, you and 200 other guys win a championship because they probably didn't start them. But, you know, it's you're in that group, you know, that 200 in a bar, and I'm like, what, you started him too? That guy's your best friend now, you know? You guys, your best buds, you might as well just go leave your wives and go do, you know, Brokeback Mountain stuff, you know? I mean, I've
0: I've been been waiting to meet Elijah (laughs) McGuire so so I could uh, engage in that sort of thing. There you go,
1: man. Dreams can come true. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I think um, I think we'd have a lot in common, he and I. Um, although, you know, I, it was when he was on the Jets that he was uh, he was my league winner. Anyway, um, who else are you targeting this week? And I know you're going to say Tyler Johnson um, because of the <laughs> because of the injuries in Tampa Bay. And I'm going to oh, say yeah. Antonio Brown because I have seen him on waivers in too many leagues, and every time I've seen him on the waivers. I've picked him up because he is too good a player to just be sitting there. But who Absolutely. else are you looking at? A
1: uh, scooter, scooter Miller. Yeah, he, yep. you said. Uh, it's a. I'm gonna go another round. You know, like Scotty Miller is a guy that I think before Tyler Johnson. You know, I think what, was he on IR or something like that. Something had to have happened because he was ahead of Tyler Johnson. He was preferred. He's so he? The face Yeah, I feel like he's Tom Brady's preferred option as well. Um, You know, a couple other guys that we told you to pick up that shouldn't be on waivers, but if they are, Mark Isabel, that's Scantling, obviously, Josh Reynolds. um, Russell Gage shouldn't be there, obviously, the past few weeks. Laquan Treadwell, um, we talked about him the past few weeks. He hasn't done anything out, you know, crazy, but he's been a solid wide receiver, three, four for you you know, uh, 9, 10 points, 11, almost 12 points last game. He's got the Jets. He's got the Patriots. Um, he's been leading that team in targets. Um, so, again, not not a guy that's you're super excited about, uh, but definitely somebody that can help you in a pinch. Gabe Davis, if, you know, obviously before this, Ronald Jones, obviously before, you know, we know he's going to miss time, but uh, definitely another guy uh, I'd, I'd be interested in looking.
0: Um. Hmm. yeah Rojo definitely Most Gabe types. Davis definitely He's Gabe Davis I'm going to caution people and say pick him up for the end of this year don't overdraft him next year
1: I you know I would say possibly do not overdraft him but Gabe Davis is a guy that I in dynasty leagues I've already spent second rounders on like giving ups um second rounders to acquire him when people were just like, oh, this guy's doing nothing. I'm like, you know I'll 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 spend a second on Gabe. I mean I, I, I think he has that um I think he could be the wide receiver one on that team next year, to be honest with you. Um
0: someone's gonna have to be because I think um I don't think he looks washed, but we've Diggs. seen the best of digs.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he's another one of those guys where, you know, you get past that 28 threshold, you know, threshold. You know, you go through a lot. You run a lot of routes, especially the type of guy that he, you know, he is, Um, the routes and the moves, the breaks that this, you know, after a while it breaks, you know, it's, these guys can't stay forever, you know, in the league. But I think Gabe Davis um, is a guy that, uh, I mean, what what would you say over drafting him? Because I feel like if I, I would take him as high as the fourth round.
0: Gabe Davis um, next year.
1: Yeah. I don't think you need uh, to probably because you're, you know, it's, if you're talking about super flex, no. It's so obvious. I'm going to say seventh round, as high as the seventh round. Because now I'm um, envisioning super flex and everything else. I'm like, okay, it's going to push a lot down. Um,
0: yeah. Seventh, seventh or eighth round would be the earliest I feel comfortable taking him. In saying that, Uh, A couple of weeks ago, obviously debuted the club sandwich drafting strategy Mm -hmm. and he would be in my bottom layer of sandwich filling. So you've got your, you've got your running back. Hang on. I've even forgotten how this works. I think he's the middle (laughs) tier of bread. (laughs) I need to write this down so I can refer to it. Right. I mean, this is, this
1: is good stuff. You got to be able to refer it to people, you know, effectively.
0: I think it's, I think he's in the middle tier of bread. So you're going to be looking at other teams' wide receiver twos. Darnell Mooney would have been gone by then. I think he's going to be in that conversation with guys like Landry, Devonte Parker, those sorts of names. And I would rather Davis to those guys, but I would also rather Mooney to Davis.
1: Mm, yeah. I I, 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 I want the better quarterback in every situation. Whenever it comes down to guys that are the same, I say, "Who's the quarterback?" And yep. you tell me who the two quarterbacks are, and I'm going to say, "Give me the guy with the better quarterback." Um, yeah,
0: that's reasonable.
1: And and that's just my process for for drafting for starting guys for the most part. Even though I left Gabe Davis on my on my uh, on the bench this week, and I started Julio. Even though I had Gabe Davis in my lineup all week, and you know, like how when you approach your your lineup, you have your process, you thought it out, and you have it set. And then last minute, you might look it over, you are be like, uh, oh, uh, this, this is something that doesn't seem right here. And you change it, but you already had your process well thought out. And then you just change it so arbitrarily, you just kind of was just like, uh ah. it, it and that's what happened. That's what happened. Threw Julio in my lineup. I was like, uh oh, Julio's he's the only guy healthy there. But he wasn't. He, I don't even yeah. know if he played. He, they said he had one target, but I'm not sure if he was out there. I'm not sure.
0: He went off early with an injury, but he he jobbed me in a league as well. I started him on reputation. Um, yeah. And I thought, well, if I need big points, he's a guy who can deliver that. And, you know, I, I, I didn't think it through, <laughs> but um, right. su- sucked in me.
1: Yeah, it happens to the best of us. But, you know, this is why you listen to the process. You listen to the Sleeper Wire show. You listen to the great debates. And we'll help you figure out. The, just don't mess with your process. After your process is thought out, just leave your phone alone. Go, like, I don't know, mock draft or something like that. Do not go go to FanDuel or DraftKings or something like that. Don't mess with your lineup anymore. You, you thought about it all week. Sunday's not the time to just, oh, let me just change this. No, don't do it. That's how I, I've lost more championships doing that. Like, I, I've lost a, I've lost two, I, I remember. Like, I, I took a guy out. And I was like, oh, I'm going to just arbitrarily throw this guy in. My process was good in the beginning of the week. And then Sunday, I just feel, felt the nerves. And I was like, uh I'm going to throw this guy in. And it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. So don't do that.
0: You could do what um, what I did on Sunday, which was in my COVID fog, ask people for advice, and then just totally forget to change your lineup. Um, Yeah, and I ended up starting um, DeAndre Swift in a league. Oh man! Didn't play. Thankfully, I won, but um, you know, still still felt like an idiot.
1: (laughs) Uh, That's always the best when you win, anyway. It's like somebody's like oh you fucking idiot you didn't even start it and he was like oh sorry man that's uh, what do you want me to do like I, i've i tried you know like i didn't get here it, it happens you know and this sometimes starting your best guys isn't the best so sometimes yeah. when you know like that happens to us and it's like you forget to start the guy that you were say you wanted to start a guy you know, like it seemed like a good matchup and you're like, damn it, I get to start that guy. Game locked, but you're able to put in another guy. And that guy yep. is somebody that you were not even excited about, but that guy does better than the guy you were going to put in anyway. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes you win. Sometimes the fantasy world, the gods play, play tricks on different people and sometimes it's your day. So that's that's what we're here for, right? To 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 help, to to help you with the luck of the gods. I I don't know, I'm not really
0: sure. No, that's exactly it. Yeah. You know, we are the fantasy gods, and yeah. uh, and don't mm-hmm. you forget it. Mm-hmm. Well, on that note, if you feel like um, praising the fantasy gods, head on over to Patreon slash Sleeperwire, chuck in a, a couple of bucks. All the money you send us yeah. goes to charity. We don't make any money out of this at all. We're doing this because we want you to be better fantasy football players, and because we want to raise some money for Mental health charities. Uh, you can follow who's over at what's your handle again?
1: Uh, Prophet Hoos on Sleeper and on uh, Twitter, I'm who's the Prophet. That's H U S, the Prophet. Uh, yeah, that's it's pretty much. Um, I'm nowhere else. I mean, like walking around Earth, but you know, as far as other places, I'm
0: nowhere else. Yep, and you can you can find him in your local. Um, it's not Bed, Bath & Beyond, but it's a, a baby store, yes. and you can you can find baby him stores. and Duke Johnson doing public appearances there from time to time. Yes. And, of course, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Solo. That's S-H-E-A-H-A-N-S-O-L-O. Follow that, and you'll never miss any of the great content our team at Sleepaway and our mates at 32bit put out. So, until next time, happy if I've to speak to you before, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, good luck in your fantasy playoffs. Go out there and get it done.